Hey everyone, Justin Lyons, founder of Blaze, back for another episode. And I'm very excited about this episode because there is a gentleman that uh, I've been wanting to get on for a long time that is uh, part of the foundation of Blaze. And I uh, really, really respect him. He was one of the first people that, if not the first person, that heard my vision before it was really fully uh, built out and saw it, believed in it, got excited and wanted to be a part of it. And he's been a part of it ever since. And uh, I owe a lot of my, you know, growth in this journey to him, both his insights and putting it into action in his classroom. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce Brandon Stiller. What's up, Justin? Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Um, do you want to just give a little bit of your background? Uh, yeah. So I've been teaching um, high school science, biology, and chemistry for, this will be my 21st year, believe it or not, which is crazy to me. Um, I started out in California, Berkeley, California, um, where I taught at Berkeley High School for about six years. And then... I moved out here to the Midwest and have been out here for 15. So, um, yeah. And you're, uh, are you a, what they would call at your high school a master teacher? I guess so. Yeah, that's probably true. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and you also, in addition to being a, a well-respected teacher at a good high school, you also have a business that you run, right? Oh, tutoring, you mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do a lot of tutoring. Um, help a lot of kids um, gain confidence a little bit, just and also just help un help them understand the the content. Um, pretty busy doing that after school. So too. it's like college interest entrance exams and also coursework, yeah. and then you know the yeah chemistry, biology, physics. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, what we, you know, a little backdrop on our story. I moved to Evanston with the fam, what, two years, a little over two years ago, right before the uh, beginning of the school year. And I rushed to get miles into fall baseball and he hadn't played baseball in like three years, <laughs> poor guy. And there was no practices <laughs> and he showed up for his first, uh, deal. And it was a game in a uniform and he had to play. So, but, uh, Brandon's son was on the team and we started chatting and yeah, it was probably early on that I shared, you said you were a teacher and I said, well, let me share this crazy idea I've got. Uh, yeah. You remember that? I remember we were at James Park in Evanston. Yeah. And uh, um, I totally remember that. I can't believe it was two years ago, to be honest, that it seems longer, but also it doesn't seem like two years doesn't sound very long. Doesn't sound like, but I feel like I've lived fourteen lifetimes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I and a lot of my vision was instinct, based on just being a parent and knowing kids, and uh, wanting to be a better parent, wanting my kids to have a better future. And then I'd done some research, but it, it, not a lot. And you brought, I mean, one of the first things you said is like, this could be in a classroom. Mm -hmm. And then you brought a lot of like education science perspective to it. I, I'd been studying 
more education, not education, child uh, development and, and all that, but you brought the education science. So, um, and we won't, we don't need to take people through the, I mean, you, you've been a champion and sometimes early on, it just takes that one person to believe in you when you're trying to, here's the, I remember I could not, and I still struggle, articulate what Blaze was in a concise fashion to people when they asked, Yeah, because it was still formulating in my head. And you had on the one hand, you know, kids using it for themselves and, but the parents could use it for, and the parents and the kids could use it together mm-hmm. and it had all these different components to it. And then you had layered, like when we started doing the school stuff. So it was, but I remember when I explained it to you, you just got it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was about what I explained to you that resonated? Um, I just, I liked the, the small steps, you know, that, the trail, what became trails. Yeah. Uh, like the idea of breaking things down into chunks. Um, and I knew that just from experience as a teacher, helping the kids who need it the most, sometimes they really benefit from those, from the, from breaking it down, from breaking like a big, scary, intimidating idea, concept or project down to, to smaller chunks. Yeah. That, um, that that would fit right in with education and just help. It would even help. I knew it also that would help teachers because I think one of the hardest things for teachers to do is to take it, to take what they know and help the kids understand it in ways that a bunch of different types of kids can understand it. And that's tough. I think when you, when you're first starting out, it's probably nearly impossible. So like, newer teachers struggle a little bit with that. Um, Cause it's a combination of how do I break this content down? Number one and two, there's a lot of different types of children that mm-hmm. have different needs. So how do I intuitively know how to adapt to each one? Yeah. Uh, that's absolutely true. I, I feel like also the, um, like as I've, as I've gotten more experience teaching and, um, just seeing different kinds of kids and what works and what doesn't work. Um, I think that I loved how what's become blaze could be sort of like personalized to each kid, personalized to me as a teacher um, and where I could write my own content if necessary. Um, And that was all really exciting to me. And I knew, and I, and I knew that kids would be able to use it in multiple different contexts. Cause I notice sometimes when like a teacher teaches kids how to take notes in a class or how to study or how to, um, ways to learn different things the kids really contextualize things. They put things into boxes. They put, they'll take, they'll be like, I have to take notes this way in my history class. And I have to study that way in my math class or, in my English class, I do a lot of writing just like history, but I have to do it in this format and the teacher has me doing it this way. And then they never, I feel like a lot of kids don't ever like go like, wow, this way of taking notes is really awesome. I should use it in all my classes. And they you, take yeah, it they just past become that. rule followers exactly. by class yeah. rather than probably more like developing the executive function that's, that looks at them all and says, 
oh, you know what? This is the best way. Exactly. And I have the courage to go to the next class and be like, hey, teach. Like, I, I want to take notes this way because I learn better that way. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I thought, I, I think that that, I think that the, I could see immediately, like, hope, I mean, my hope was that Bla- if I put Blaze into effect, that kids would be able to use it. Um, they would first have to learn how to use it, but then it could be expanding into other parts of their life where it become where it became like a powerful tool. Um, not just in my one class necessarily, but also maybe in their other classes or their, the way they go about their day or how it would be like more effect. It would affect more things than just my 40 minutes with them. Right. And, and more than just chemistry. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, I yeah, you taught, you taught me the term scaffolding. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is breaking things into bite-sized chunks. And all I knew when I was designing that, uh, concept was every time I've worked with kids, the, whether I was tutoring them or coaching them and they come from different abilities. So if you're t- coaching baseball and, and, and they never played before, I'd noticed that the vast majority of coaches, especially like parent volunteer coaches, Mm. it just becomes like process and it's not tailored, right? It's just like, all right, keep your head down, you know, hang in there, step, Mm. you know, bend your knees. And when I would work with kids, number one was, it was like breaking into a a step in which they can achieve. So forget Mm. everything else and say, hey, all I want you to do on this one Mm. is... I just want you to watch the ball the whole time and do everything else you do. Just watch the ball the whole time when you swing Mm -hmm. and I'm going to throw it slower. They make contact. They didn't make contact before. Then I celebrate them. Oh, nice job. Yeah, totally. Because now their confidence rises and it's amazing when a kid's confidence rises, how other things start to fall into place. Mm -hmm. And so many kids I think are left behind because uh, the adults that are tasked with developing them really don't understand the art of building a child's confidence and how it's the little thing. So when I was designing Blaze, it was like, well, you know, if they're working on their empathy, if they're working on chemistry, if they're working on organizational skills or relationship skills or whatever, can it be broken into these small chunks that I've witnessed work? And then can we create a system in which they're uh, being recognized and, uh, frequently. So one mm-hmm. step, bam, you know, 50 coins, nice job, you know, uh, a three-step trail, a five, you know, so none of the trails are more than five steps because I had that in mind. Right. And I think what we're actually finding is um, the one and two and three-step trails are pretty powerful because sometimes even five steps is tough for people. Yeah, totally. I love the, I think my kids that are, I'm currently using it with love the one-steppers. They pick those. I think if they if they have a choice, they'll pick those. Yeah. Um, and I realize that that's not like the whole like scaffolding and chunking, but it it's still they they're picking things that they can that they know they can be successful at, yeah. which builds up their confidence and um. It, it's I all about momentum, awesome. right? Yeah, momentum definitely. Because if I tell you, um, go meet a new person every day for the next five days. Whew. But if I tell you, introduce yourself to one person new today and you get to check in and complete the trail, 
I'm more likely to do that. And I've, I've done that. I can go take that trail again. And then maybe there's a more advanced trail where, you know, you go a little bit deeper. That's got a lot more coins. Yeah. And I think that's the thing we're refining is, yeah. you know, do, you know, kids are, they look at the coins and they look at the rewards. So if, um, if you can make me three people worth five times as much as three, oh, yeah. to meet one person on three separate, you know, or whatever, you know, the kids will probably migrate to the other trails, but yeah, I think that, um, and then you came along and you're like, well, that's scaffolding. That's mm-hmm. education science. That's, that's, it's well known that that's a, an, a, the effective technique, but we struggle, mm-hmm. you know, in the teaching profession to execute on it because you said a lot of teachers just don't, it's hard to put it into practice. Right. 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 What makes that so hard? Well, you've got, def- I mean, in many cases you have really heterogeneous classes, um, not always like we have levels at my school, different levels, but even within the levels there, um, there's some pretty diverse like capabilities with the kids. Yeah. So you might like, you might say you might teach something and it might be understood by five kids and the other 20 are still confused or it might be, um, or it, it just like the amount of time it takes for each student is completely different because you're not working with every kid one-on-one right. where you can be, where you can check in and they can ask you questions every time and okay. stuff like that. So the, the, um, so let's just talk about how you use blaze. So you've, well, why don't you tell everyone kind of, you've had two major mm-hmm. pilots, one's going on now and one you did in the spring, you want to kind of high level walk, can build the mm-hmm. context around that. Yeah. So in this last spring, actually before last spring, I started, um, me and Justin would talk about how this might look. This is before blaze existed. I think it was just like, we were just doing like a lot of just, sketches and envision exactly. And nothing was developed. Yeah. Right. So, um, so I did like some paper, some paper handouts with my students where I would have them like do a few steps when they came into class. And then I would go around and see how they were doing on those few steps. And I literally bought like a roll of gold stars, like stickers and they were very into it. I would give them stickers and, you know, if they completed it and they, in general, most of the kids wanted a gold star. These are like high school kids. So they and you, were, you were showing me pictures of them putting the stickers on their iPhone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and I thought that that was pretty cool. And that was, that sort of just, um, um, oh, then I remember just a quick story from that. I had a, an advisee who, um, was really struggling he was unable to do work in almost all of his classes so kind of like based on the idea of um blaze and the trails what were before trails were there um i made him like a few lists of like how to get your homework done like do this first do that second do this third um and how to you know eat healthy and how to go to bed on time and things like that and he told me that it was well, I think he really liked that I took the time to do that for him, like one-on-one, like, you know, made these just for him. And I told mm-hmm. him that it was just for him. Um, and then he noticed some, a lot of improvement, I think, through that. Yeah. Um, 
So that was kind of cool. And then that sort of gave me some, it gave me a lot of momentum, like we talked about earlier, but about like, this is really going to be cool. Um, I started messing around with like building like really simple websites where they could try to do a trail on like a, like a web page basically, or stuff like that and give them points. Um, and then, then all of a sudden blaze like was basically ready to start. And so the very first, like, you know, the, the app basically was ready. And so we got all the kids signed up and that was like last spring. So six, no, probably a little more than six months ago. Um, and, um, got everybody involved. The kids, I think took to it really well at the start. It was like a new thing. It was interesting because it was like not the first day of school, not even the first day of the semester. It was just sort of like we just started one day. And yeah. um and so we tried some really basic trails at that time. And then I had the kids try to write some trails for them, you know, for themselves or for the for the group and for their for their classmates. And a few kids, I think maybe like seven to ten kids. I don't remember exactly how many, but they actually submitted yeah. trails and no, there were, yeah, there were at least, yeah, maybe 10. Yeah. And they were submitting them and then I would publish them for them. Exactly. And just so everyone knows a trail, oh yeah, think of it as uh prescribed uh, micro actions. So they're never more than five steps, but the, a step is an action that you take and, and there's a journaling component. So when you check it on that action, you're asked to just reflect briefly. I mean, think of it like a Twitter reflection. It's not, I mean, you could put a lot more, but it doesn't require a lot. The idea is that you reflect on the actions that you're taking, these micro actions. So we, you know, when Brandon um, told the kids, like, you know, you now you understand what Blaze is. It's basically a problem-solving salute, like tool. It's a system in which you could identify people are tired, people are stressed, people aren't hydrated enough, people aren't socially aware enough. So what... Uh, little mini actions would you prescribe to them just to move them in that direction of, you know, knowledge or awareness. Right. Right. And they really took to it and that was exciting. I mean, I, I still remember um, the hydration one, the go outside and take a walk and, and breathe the, 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 the mini lesson on like sort of meditative breathing mm-hmm. um, the, you know, becoming like, conscious of, you know, th- problems of the world and trying to find like a cause that, that you may be interested in. I don't know. Do you remember any? Um, there was like one about like, um, just being nice, I think. Well, yeah. Or like make two friends. Make two or friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cool. Cause this was like, um, maybe a total of like 60 ish kids, 65 kids. And we had a lot, I mean, we had maybe 10 out of 60. So still, that's a pretty big percentage. If you, it's a was huge excited. step to take because it had <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with their grade or no, anything. Yeah, it was they, not, it was not related to, it, they didn't get like credit for doing this. It was, it, it was initiated all by them. I just I, gave them the option. I remember being on an airplane and you texted me or slacked me or something. And you're like, dude, this is crazy. The kids love it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I looked at the stats and they were all over it, you know? And, and then they gave, the great thing about that pilot is we got a really good feedback from them. You mm-hmm. know, one of the yeah, first was like, Hey, we need more moods, which was mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. 
you know? And then it was like, I had more moods and then they're like, well, we want to select more than one mood. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting is their feedback was very similar to Miles's feedback in fifth grade, Mm -hmm. where he was saying the same thing sort of simultaneously. Like I want moods, I want to, and then it was like, I want to, I want to reflect on why I feel that way. You know, I remember Miles said that to me and he's just like, you know, I, I like the fact that I can go in there and I'm not going to an adult or anything and I can say I'm sad or I'm angry or whatever, but I want to be able to put why. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, and, and maybe because sometimes I want you to know why, but I don't want to tell you directly, or maybe it's just for me privately. And so we added that feature. And mm-hmm. so these are great feedbacks that just like, uh, I think grew that. Um, and that, I think that probably is the most popular feature because it's the easiest one to get done. But we're mm-hmm. seeing that the kids, you know, have a vaping trail in there mm-hmm. and uh, that one's rising in popularity that they're taking. Yeah. And so let's talk about that, Brennan, because you, you, you've talked about how, you know, and that was always the, the design that when you're, when you're helping kids grow their whole self, putting them in a room and having them do worksheets as a group or watch a video as a group uh, or go into subgroups and reflect it's very siloed and there's no, there's no stickiness to it. But with blaze, Mm -hmm. my vision was always you create something in which they can enter in personally, privately make public what they want to make public and self choose, right? What they want to work on. And then the more that they're in there, it becomes this positive feedback loop and this mirror of the better part of them. And then let them choose when do they want to engage and and share with other folks. But it's it's private by nature because it's it's their growth. And so having that component, but also it being adaptable to the to the kids. So talk a little bit about how what you've observed among the the students around. They are giving this platform that it's theirs. They log in and they can sort of self choose a lot of stuff. And then also how you can leverage it to adapt content to them or they can adapt the content themselves by creating it and helping other students. So, I mean, we, the way it works, the way I have it implemented now is they, the kids will come in and I just sort of give them a reminder each day in writing, like on a, on their, um, a handout I give every day, you know, check into blaze. So they all pull out their iPads or their phones and, um, they pick the moods. That's the easiest one to do. And I'll try to remind them to do like memories or th- things like that. Um, and f- from the feedback I've gotten from the kids is they love being, generally they love being able to pick their moods and everything. Um, and they feel like it's, some of them feel like it's like a great way to release emotion if they're stressed or ang- anxious or mm-hmm. tired or whatever. Um, and if you want to, uh, Real quick before you, there's an Instagram that we just created uh, at Blaze Schools. If you just, that's the handle, Blaze Schools, where we just posted um, a bunch of their uh, quotes from students as they were giving us feedback broken by Mm -hmm. social emotional core competencies. Um, And uh, so if you want to have a look at what these kids were specifically saying, it's pretty powerful stuff, but sorry. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So, um, so. I think it's it's great because it, it's a way for the kids to ease into like the day of chemistry in this case. 
where they're not really doing chemistry. They're not really like, that's not the purpose of this at the beginning of the day, but it really sets the tone for them to know that it's a safe place to learn and that we're a community where everybody's kind of doing the same thing, but individually, privately, um, where they can get their emotions out and down on a, like essentially like a digital journal almost. Yeah. Um, and, and I think even though it, even though it's not academic, like, all, you know, like to start the day is not like academic, like go get to work, do this. It helps. It really, I've noticed that it really helps everybody feel pretty comfortable and it allows me to also time just to like do all the like housekeeping stuff I need to do. Like for example, yeah. take attendance while they're doing this or like, talk to that one kid I need to talk to while everybody else is doing, yeah. you know, checking in on their emotions and tr- choosing a trail maybe. So what's I the, think, what's the vibe that, you know, um, what do you, you know, cause I, I've read their surveys and I want to see like from your perspective to the front of the class, cause you know, they've said it's the one, it was, you know, your class was the one place that they could go and, and uh, feel like, you know, it's not just about the schoolwork um, where they could, they, they talked about how they started participating more, how they started uh, meeting more people, um, sort of growing their sense of like empathy. Um, you know, so like a lot of these things where I think in high school, in life, you, you don't want to feel isolated. You can feel scared. You can feel whatever. And a lot of it has to do with you're perceiving the world around you maybe inaccurately or, or accurately. But if the other person that you feel doesn't like you has a light bulb moment, like the trail, like imagine the lonely kid. Mm-hmm. Um, then in fact, one of the survey he, student mentioned that, like how it really helped them imagine like the lonelier kids in school and what, what they may be going through. Mm-hmm. So it creates, I think a sensitivity and an empathy, some of the trails. So uh, did you, so I see that in the survey results, but did you observe anything of, of sort of note in sort of, as you looked at the vibe or the culture of the class? Um, I think so. Like, um, for I just quick example would be like the, I have a couple of kids who every day they come in and now they say hi to everybody. They just turn around like automatically and they're like, Hey, how are you? And they like laugh and have fun doing that. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Like I'm on this trail, but you know, but it's everyone enjoy, you still enjoy yeah. getting that high. If you, even if you know, yeah, they're checking in on it. You know? uh, the one that's most, that is most entertaining for me is they are doing the make, make your teacher laugh trail. Yeah. And so I've got like all these kids trying their hardest to make me laugh in a variety of different ways, like with stupid jokes or like, you know, <laughs> Act, you know, showing me crazy dances or whatever. And that's pretty cool. Like just to have that relationship that they feel, I mean, it's good that they feel comfortable enough to do that and to try that. Yeah. But they're always doing it like in a respectful way. Um, and that just sort of builds a sense of community. Cause like, even if like one kid's trying to make me laugh then like all the other kids are seeing like that that's happening, yeah. like that you can, that I am approachable. Did you, do you feel that some of the trails, did you ever witness um, that because it, a kid was on that trail or on that step for that action, that they they did something that 
normally they wouldn't do in a positive context, you know, whether it's participate or be more social or actually come up to you and make you laugh when typically they're really shy. Have you noticed any, any impacts on behavior in a positive way like that? Yeah, I definitely have. I've noticed like, I think I would be more interested in like the general trend of things as, yeah. as opposed to like individual actions, because, um, I think, I think there's like a natural trajectory during the school year of like, who is this guy? Like, is my, who's my teacher? Can I trust this person? Do you know, do they have my best interest at heart or whatever? Yeah. Um, but I think that blaze has helped sort of accelerate that a little bit in a weird way. Like it, it help, I can see kids who are like actively trying to say hi to each other or give compliments. And it turns out to be like in a funny way, like, you know, you have really nice shoelaces or something. And it's just like funny, but also like it just, I see kids trying that stuff and it just makes the whole com- classroom community better. Just, I don't know about individual. It's hard for It's harder for me to see like yeah, instantaneous. We, like, see, we hear it in the surveys, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's a newer class, but that's an interesting observation that it accelerated sort of the closeness or community in the classroom than mm-hmm. you've seen in previous years. Whereas in the spring, you had had the kids for so long, so you were seeing some some personalities and behaviors that were pretty etched in stone to a yeah. certain degree. So looking back on that pilot, did you notice, oh, wow, that student has participated a few extra times that I didn't see before or... Wow, that one, they came out of their shell a little bit. I haven't seen that side of them. Yeah, I think so. And I think, I think specifically um, with the kids who like submitted trails, there was, I remember there's one girl who I would have never have guessed that she would be interested in submitting a trail, let alone like one of the ones that she did. I forgot exactly what it was, but I just remember having that memory of like, I remember that just like, wow, that was the girl who submitted this. It's kind of shocking to me. So just that I had an effect or that kid who was very reticent, very quiet, you know, like was able to. You got to see to another side of them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what was when the kids were able to submit trails and, and then they got published? What sort of reactions were you getting from them? Um, in general, they wouldn't bring it up. But then I would like ask them, hey, did you notice that? And they, they always like smiled big yeah. you know big yeah. smiles and then i would kind of make a big deal like to the rest of the class like hey you know this is what this person did so awesome and the class would always like cheer them on kind of you yeah know? that was kind of cool so let's talk about blaze as a problem solving system or tool right. or you know so w- when you if you take that small example of you know call it not even what about 20 percent ish yeah 20% or 20, 25%, 10 out of 60 or 10 out of 70? 10, 10 out of 60, out of 60 is, is not one 60. No, yeah. sorry. That was, I was thinking 20 <laughs> out of 60. Uh, I need to go back to high school. Um, so what, like 15%-ish? Something like that. I can't do math right now off the top of my head. Yeah. So um, anyway, but you, when, and that was new and it wasn't, a, it, 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 it wasn't built in a way that it was, like it was still early on as an MVP. So kids couldn't just write the trail and submit it to you and publish it. It was kind of a process, right? Mm-hmm. And then I had to publish it, but to get that many to submit, you know, and as we are going to be introducing new features where the, the 
at least the teacher can start to publish the trails in the classroom so that the student could submit it to the teacher and the teacher publishes it just for the classroom and then even submit it for like global publication. But the problem solving component of that, when you look at classrooms across the country, do you, what sort of impact would a, a tool like Blaze potentially have on schools if students were giving a, a platform that not only they could they sort of work on their whole self privately, um, but also look at the problems around them, whether they're personally or community-based, and think of prescribed many actions that folks could take to move them in a more positive direction so that they could live in the solution, be, be problem solvers, but do it in sort of like meet them where they're at, do it in an organic way, where it's sort of like on the app, right? They see it, it's like, I don't have to like stand up in front of the class. I don't, you know, mm -hmm. it's not a big production, but it's in the natural flow of things. Do you, one, do you think that would be disruptive to, to these curriculums across the country to empower kids? One, to let them be in blaze for five minutes in the morning. Uh, and two, to empower them with the ability to create trails and problem solve that their other classmates could use. I can see a pretty, I can see it used in certain classes, you know? Um, but I think in each different subject area, there's probably really great ways to implement it for like problem solving for like problem solving. Like it could be used like, for example, like in a health class or something in high school where yeah. they're learning about maybe like positive relationships or like how to treat people or how to treat yourself yeah. or like self care things like that. That would be one way that blaze would be really helpful. Cause then they could like the teacher could maybe even assign making a trail that then the, everybody tries out, you know, like something yeah. positive, something good, you know, like, you know, be nice to people today. I know that's pretty generic, but you know, no, I get you. Cause it could be, especially when you, when you, when you look at like K to five, it's they're with the same teacher all day. Right. Mm -hmm. So you could get blaze, you could do blaze for 10 minutes in the morning, sets the stage. Yeah. Done. In high school, you got different, you're jumping around classes and they, they've still got Blaze with them. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, from a high school's perspective, even if they have one teacher or two out of the many that the, the kids see daily that are engaged in Blaze, that's going to, at least there's two adults facilitating the kids in there. Right. Um, and then, like you said, I think, you know, there's probably subjects that it makes, like you're, you're probably an anomaly that you're a, a chemistry teacher that is interested in the sort of social and emotional and behavioral growth of your kids. Right. Yeah. And then you incorporate the academic, but there's a lot that aren't right. Right. I, I can't, I, I look back at some of my high school teachers. I'm like, they didn't give a crap about <laughs> how I felt, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's not going to be for every teacher in every classroom, but you know, I think that um, if you were going to prescribe it to your high school and to ensure that every kid had an opportunity to to use it, where would you, where would it show up in your high school for the for the students? I think it'd be. I think every kid is a awesome goal. I think it would be most impactful right now for like kids who have IEPs, individualized educational plans, like yeah. they're in special ed, or they have or kids who have who are struggling with executive functioning, where like a teacher could actually be like, you know, you're you're having a hard time doing your homework or figuring out when to do your homework or how to get it done. And that's the cool thing is you could 
a teacher could who's using it generally just for even for just like moods could then focus in and drill into like that one kid who's like needs to learn better ways to do homework or better ways to study or just have like a checkoff list of like what to do. And so that can personalize, like the, the teacher can like give that to the kid. The kid's like actively learning better ways for, you know, to do things on their own. It takes that pressure off teachers because the teacher then doesn't have to necessarily like sit there with the kid every day to remind them. So, so that's for like scaffolding actions to take yeah. because the kids struggle with that stuff. But when you look at um, anxiety and depression mm-hmm. um, and ADHD, you know, inability to focus and impulsivity, does that really focus itself just on IEPs? Or? No, 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 definitely not. Right. Definitely not. So are there, um, are there girls that, that are performing very well academically that potentially are struggling with anxiety or depression. A hundred percent. Yeah. And boys too. And, right. I didn't pick up the girl. I just used it as an example. <laughs> so, um, so I think my, my point is like, when I look at like the suicide rates of uh, adolescents and teens, they've, they've, you know, adolescents, it's, they've almost tripled, um, in the last call it seven years and then teens it's it's significantly higher as well so and and i think it's well documented that anxiety and depression are way up too so Mm -hmm. you have these kids that that are struggling and just because you get a's doesn't mean that you're not at risk um just because you get a's doesn't mean that you're not you're not uh apathetic to other people and, and make them feel bad or that you're not feeling lonely and alienated. So I think that what I would try to figure out with a high school is on the one hand, blaze is a great, let me break down concepts into bite-sized chunks and move the IEPs and the underachievers or the lower achievers up a notch. And I, and, and, and it's, it's clearly designed for that. But then, you know, when I look at, um, like my kids aren't in that group, but it's really helping them with their own executive because executive function, there's plenty of Ivy league folks right, that <laughs> show up and they don't know how to manage their day to day. Right. Right. Yeah. So they're really smart, but they have no common sense about some stuff. So I think that um, what I would try to figure out with a high school is, okay, if you're going to roll this out to everyone, you have your prescriptive sort of segments that you definitely maybe want to double down but how do you make it available to all students? And you may actually, maybe it's like you figure out who are my, who are my best teachers, like the Brandons of the world, to, to be the ones that say, hey, the kids are going to have this, but I'm not going to expect every teacher to, to ask, you know, have them log in for five minutes and do whatever. I really want it to be the teachers or the advisors or the social workers or whoever that I don't care mm-hmm. about it, you know, and, and get the kids in there because um, I, I would think if you took a, a whole, an entire student body and gave them nine months of tracking their moods and taking trails that create more better relationships and self-awareness, social awareness and all that, and they're tracking their best memories ever for 24 hours and their vision board for their goals, as you know, you don't have to be in it every day. Right. Uh, you dip, I dip in and out of it. You dip in and out of it, but it's like a safe 
place to go like when I'm feeling really good and I want to document it and when I'm feeling down or I'm feeling stressed and distracted or I'm feeling like my relationship with my kids is not as tight. I go in there and I find some actions that w- w- that will remind me to take that I can do that, like read with my daughter. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know, like just curious if you ran the school and, and you and you knew that you'd want at least kids to have some repetitions in here over the so that that those kids that are really under the surface struggling with stuff outside of academic they have an opportunity to grow um where would you would it be you try to identify the teachers would it is there always like an advisor that is the the best person or not necessarily so i think it would be i think we, that would i think it would work well with teachers who already are empathetic caring and stuff like that yeah but i also think this would be I honestly think that if that it would help those teachers that are maybe not so confident in those areas to find ways to to connect with their kids in, in a different way that they just don't innately have, you know, yeah. on their own. Um, and like sometimes teachers just sometimes some teachers just love like having that lesson plan, you know, like let me go it's find a, it's exactly a safe structure, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's the procedure for today? You know, like can I find this in like some, you know, course that I took a long time ago that this is exactly how it has to go every day. Yeah. But so blaze would be good for those kind of people too, because it would, it's, everything's kind of already in there and it's sort of like a, like a one stop place for social emotional stuff that kid, that teachers are wanting to, to have part of their class. They just may not know how to get it going. Yeah. So in a weird way, like it, it might be, it will work for sure for like teachers who already care, but it will be maybe even more impactful if we, if like teachers get trained or like see the, the potential of using it yeah. as like a tool for them to help them get stronger in the areas that they're lacking in, you know? And I don't think I'm ever really clear uh, because I don't want to overwhelm people, but, and you've said that you saw the potential with this early on, which mm-hmm. was, Blaze is actually the adults, teachers and parents have their own account mm-hmm. and can take trails and track me. They can, they can, they have the, the, the functionality to do all the same things the kids do. Um, and then share in some of that when they want to, but they can use it privately. Like you've, I've used it privately. You've just used it privately. Definitely. Um, so talk about Blaze in the context of a teacher's uh, social and emotional health and growth and even teachers helping teachers. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely, as teaching can be pretty stressful sometimes for a variety of different reasons. Um, and I've just noticed that it like that I can use blaze to, um, just jot some positive memories down, take some photographs, um, think about, some goals in the future, like per, like in my personal life and also you in my professional a, You show me a vision board of a, somebody sleeping peacefully in a bed. That's right, exactly. <laughs> I've been struggling with sleep lately and that was just like, yeah, I had to do that, you know, just because it's almost like writing stuff down. It's like first draft. It's almost like a first draft of your plans. Yeah. And then once it's out there, 
it becomes more real. It's not just like a fleeting thought. It's just like, and this down. doesn't require like a deadline and all that stress. <laughs> no, You're just no. putting a picture up there. Like I will, I'm going to put a picture of a, somebody sleeping yeah. peacefully. And you yeah. Know, yeah. It wasn't like a creepy picture. It was just oh, like no, a cartoon. No. It was a cartoon. It wasn't, yeah. he didn't take a picture of somebody sleeping and said, I want that. Yes. No. <laughs> um, but I mean, like long ago, I also, I mean, I think blaze is just getting started, but it's eventually going to help teachers work together. Like, I could have a mentor, like somebody mentoring me who gives me trails, like how to become a better teacher or, um, or I could be mentoring somebody and help them out, you know, just by like, here, these are, here's some 10 trails that you should try this, you know, right now in the next three months, try this and see how it goes in your classroom. Cause there's a high attrition rate of new teachers. Very high nationally, especially. Um, yeah. it's, and there's a huge, there's a massive burnout rate and some teachers are thrown in to situations where it's like almost impossible for them to be successful. Yeah. And then since they're not successful and for a variety of other reasons, salaries, et cetera, they, they just can't. And they part of it is like uh, training or let's call it once you're in your classroom, that post sort of start mentoring and guidance is, is pretty weak. It, it can be. I mean, I think you would, in some cases, like, you, especially like with certain schools where it's like underfunded, very underfunded districts or places where people are not like wanting to teach necessarily. And they, maybe they're placed there. There it's almost like sink or swim because the, the, the levels of problem of big, big problems, maybe yeah. violence or, you know, um, family strife at home with all these kids that that can have a major effect on the classroom. So I think, um, that affects teachers a lot, some teachers, you know, a lot when they're first starting out. And, I, um, that would actually help. I think, I think it would help new teachers with that after, after graduate school time with that first three, four or five years of when the honeymoon phase wears off and they're faced yeah. with, if, if there's somebody like you saying, Hey, try this five stepper, try this two stepper, mm -hmm. you know, and it's sort of like one foot in front of the other here, let's, we'll get past this and yeah. then it'll all feel comfortable. Um, last thing I want to say before I let you go is, um, it's, it's a, it's an app where the kids can go classroom to classroom. And then, uh, right now home and school are two separate, but we're going to update it. So the kids in the classroom can keep their same account and just do a little toggle filter to their home account mm. to talk about blaze in the home in the context of um helping the kids achieve better in life and and academically and socially and emotionally like that tie into the parents can be in there with the kids and have these small actions where that bring them together or, or um have, have them even work on themselves as a parent because you know, yeah. we all need to continue to, to work on our coping and, and life skills as adults, for sure. I mean, just, I mean, this is just probably anecdotal data, but like, and it's probably supported by actual research, but like the more parents are involved with their kids on a daily basis in the end involved in schools, you know, coming to performances at schools, like being aware of what's happening on a pretty frequent basis, going to meetings, you know, stuff like that, conferences those are the kids that tend to succeed. And I think that they could be 
I mean, if we could get like certain communities or school districts that are struggling with that parent involvement to like get that ramped up a little bit, it would have like huge, huge positive effects. And sometimes it's not like, oh, you need to show up to all the performances. Well, you know what? I work, you know, an hour away yeah. and I can't make it. So, you know, sorry, but okay, fine. But if there's a trail that says, hey, you know, like when you are home, I know you're stressed out and I know you want to have a glass of wine or I know you want to, you know, sleep or just like escape the world. We've all been there, but there's a trail that says, Hey, why don't you just sit next to your child and read for 10 minutes for the next, you know, you got four check-ins. You can do it as, you know, whenever you want in the next five days or 10 days. Mm-hmm. It's those little things that I think that if you can, especially a, a, a parent that isn't as involved or is, hyper-stressed because I, my belief is the vast majority of them want nothing more than to be a great parent, but life is sort of ripping them in a lot of different directions. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and sometimes it's just hard to relate to your kids. You know, they, kids have, <laughs> especially adolescents have a lot of, you know, they're, they're trying to like break away from you. It's totally natural, Yeah, but they also want you to be around. They want you to be there for them they want you to give them set them limits and this is like i think blaze could be awesome in that too you know just like making these trails that the parent can do to improve themselves the kid can do to improve themselves and then there's the whole like let's do it together you know like like i'll give you credit for read you know you have to read for school i'm gonna read with you let's do it together and it just kind of brings everybody together i love it when i get a high five from my daughter or my son (laughs) completing a trail and and uh you know and i in a lot of the privileges that they had that i was just giving them and then you know we all fall into reactive parenting and and then we're like why do i keep giving you dessert you know why did, why did i just do that for you're not even picking up after yourself you're not brushing your teeth so i actually made a list i got a flip chart out and made a list of all the things that i just give them and i said these are all becoming blaze rewards <laughs> and uh and i put them in there and and it was amazing because, and then I said, all the little actions I need you to take. And I put trail categories like before school, after school, before bed. I said, you need to take those trails and check in because you're not going to be able to do any of these privileges unless you have the coins to redeem them. And I learned really quick when you're trying to create that many rapid rewards that I needed to expand my rewards <laughs> <laughs> section of Blaze. So we're going to introduce a reward store, which is far broader where you could have like things that just are always in the store to be purchased rather than me having to load them every time. So, but that was like a real light bulb moment. I'm like, I built this software and it's not, I'm like, I'm not even using it like I should. And then I did. And it was like, Oh, my kids are more focused and cleaning up and you know, that's cool. I mean, I I think, I think that's as this, as it builds up and as we get, as people get more into it, like and become part of the blaze community. Yeah. You can think about like the exponential amount of, like tips and knowledge that could be there for like parents and families and teachers and everybody. Yeah. yeah I'm like, going to start a Facebook group and try to do some other online communities where that can happen. And, and like the feedback into the app, we love it. And, and then eventually when they're all, you know, if you think about people around the world creating trails, right. Right. And us publishing them and like, we're like a, we're like a global community of like problem solving, but not just like, I'm a guru and I'm going to tell you, you know, buy my book and like yeah. all that BS that, that, that people buy into and waste their time on. But then they buy the book and they never take the action. No, like you're, you're going to be the realistic person that says, no, just take these three actions. And somebody's going to take that trail and be like, wow, that was nice. But and nobody it, promised them the world. It was just like, it'll be, 
a step in the right direction. And it's like building like a library, you know, like a library of um, micro of improvements yeah, of, yeah. of, of self-improvement. It's like a self-improvement library that's accessible it, as opposed to like. It's <laughs> action-based. It yeah. plugs into a system. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that was a good way to end. Very positive. Yeah, totally. So what's a positive memory for your last 24 hours? Positive memory. Um, I had parent-teacher conferences and um, I had a parent come and tell me that her daughter wants to know where I went to college because she wants to be just like me. That was pretty cool. <laughs> did you cry? <laughs> I did not cry, but I, but I appreciated that. And I, th- and I thanked her for the compliment. That's so. amazing. <laughs> uh, what's a goal you have for, it could be the next 24 hours, the next 10 years. What's a goal you have? That's a, a vision gr- for the future. Vision for the future. Um, I mean, I need to be, I want to like, I really want to start eating more healthy and, yeah. um, Me too. <laughs> that's one goal. I mean, that's kind of like cliche goal, you know, um, probably more What's one action you can take today to move in that direction. Um, I'm just going to probably, when I, when I take, when I go out to dinner tonight, which I have to go out to dinner, I'm going to get like healthy food. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just don't end this <laughs> with a dessert. I'm going to stay away from the fries. I got to stop eating candy. I think that's it. The Halloween messed me up, man. Like the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there candy. we go. Post Halloween. Yes. You know, candy detox trails. We'll have exactly. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> um, for me, positive memory last 24 hours. You know, I would say. I think it's right now. I mean, I've been wanting to have this conversation with you. I've wanted sort of you know, to, to, to make it official and put it out there that people can hear how you talk about things. Cause I think you're brilliant. You care about kids. You're an amazing teacher. You've, you've understood what blaze is. You've made it better. You've gotten the kids in it. And I value you as for that. And I value you as a friend. So I'm very grateful for that. Thanks, Thank Justin. you. And then vision for the future. Um, answer the phone. No, <laughs> uh, vision for the future for me will be, um, I need to get to uh, a workout. I need to get to Orange Theory today and, and throw <laughs> up. So uh, that's my goal. All right. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Brandon. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'd say sure welcome. That's my new thing. Sure so, welcome? Sure welcome. That's what I'm trying to get my students to do. We're starting a new movement. We'll do a trail. They get 5,000 coins if they say it. Sure welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us. We hope you have a great day. Think of one thing that you're grateful for the last 24 hours, a positive vision of your future. Thank you, Brandon. And peace. Peace out. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please give us a quick review on your podcast platform. And if you want Blaze in your household, sign up for a free trial account at blaze.tech. Before I let you go, remember, think of one positive memory from your last 24 hours. Peace.